<laughs> Hello, I'm Pete Can, laughter leader, positive thinker, and entrepreneur. And you're listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete, where each week I'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier, more positive life. Ready? Let's go. Hey guys, I'm here today. Very excited to be here with Carl Purcell, who is a pioneer in dance music culture, personal development at Yes Group, and the collaboration through masterminding. We got there, Carl. How are you? Awesome. Thank you very much, Pete, for having me. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. I'm going to start because I didn't know this when I first met you. And I, let, let's talk about this pioneer in dance music. Talk to me. Well, interestingly enough, this morning I was looking for a T-shirt to uh, wear when I quickly went up to the garage to get some stuff out in case I got dirty. And I put this one on and I, and I left it on because I didn't get dirty. But it's called it's the Crazy Club and it goes back 30 years. It's actually one of those pieces that I just saved and lies at the bottom of the wardrobe when the ironing hasn't been done. And, you know, the thing is, uh, the Crazy Club was something that happened in an era that has gone long gone, but there's remnants of it still left. It was dance music and I was at the forefront of that. Uh, back in 19 uh, well I started as a club promoter in 1984 but I was in the scene at the beginning of that and uh, I had the biggest club in London for two years the London Astoria Theatre and uh, claimed to have been the most successful nightclub promoter in that period based on the amount of events we were doing and the numbers we were putting in the room. Nice 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 so it's uh, I didn't I didn't know any of that when I first met you I I, I DJed in Ibiza for two seasons and uh, oh, wow. you know, used to promote a, a little bit a little bit later on like 96 is when I started first started getting into it all which but there was still a bit of I was in day. and out by then I was in and out by then <laughs> you're not spat out hopefully you were you were, you were in well i do out. say to people i was um pretty much that yeah i mean i say that i was mentally emotionally physically spiritually broken at the end of that two years after uh deep diving into that culture living it living in it you know, like a fish in water uh totally uh immersed yeah yeah so it's um i mean it can it can yeah like you say it sucks sucks you in and there, there's been certainly people that was in were in it when i was in it still around in it and i'm just like Oof. yeah yeah scary yeah. really you know some of the guys that we you know we gave uh, brandon block dj credits me with uh, giving me his first break as does kenny ken from the drum and bass scene and a bunch of other people as well um we had carl cox we booked paul oakenfold we played all those guys playing for us back at those back in those days so and have Fabian groove at our club every month um djing together so there was lots of um lots of the, the scene and and memories from that time uh, uh, but as i say what happened is at the end sort of like uh, came out at the end of the day, i can't do this anymore need a break ran out of road ran out of clubs to promote that I, where i hadn't fallen out with the owners for putting the rent up every week and um left it all behind and that's how i got into the personal development scene and uh, as, as a way of saving myself Perfect. Okay. So, so, and then, you know, obviously I've met you through the Yes Group and there's obviously going to be people listening to this that don't know what the Yes Group is. So do you want to just let everyone know what it's all about? In brief, you know, I, I, I was looking at how I could, you know, learn stuff and i went to a, a event in the uk the first event in the uk that tony robbins put on the upw and you know that was a catalyst moment for me we did a firewalk um, which he calls a pattern interrupt it's about you know going from being in a sort of normal state of mind so it's like it really hyped up yes and uh, yes 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 gonna run across that fire i'm gonna stay focused and i'm not gonna burn myself in fact you say cool moss cool moss cool moss so that you're 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 in a, a, a place where you 
believe that everything's going to be okay and it is and that um environment created this idea for me as i walked in that room i think to, i thought to myself you know i'm i'm unconsciously i was a promoter because everyone had told me i was a promoter a nightclub promoter so i thought this is good i could promote this stuff instead and that's where it all began so it became like i needed an environment i needed people around me with a positive mindset and it was very underground and that's why i was a pioneer because it's very underground we didn't have email we didn't have uh, social media we built it out of um telephone calls uh, regularly people coming to the meetings and, and a newsletter that we printed and mailed in the post to people uh, so you know that's how we built it up and over 25 26 27 years later we're still meeting once a month not physically at the moment obviously we're in a lockdown but we are still connecting we've got other services that we support people with um going forward so that is the yes group and people came to london and said wow this is amazing i'd love to have this in my city and we've um um, given birth to about 50 yes groups around the world uh, through that time some are going today some aren't uh, but it's been a, it's been amazing to um, meet these you know speakers um, from all over the world with American guys coming in um, you know like people like um, Mark Victor Hansen who wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul and um, Jack Canfield his partner so yeah it's been been a trip Nice, nice. And then, so you, so you mentioned the, then the firewalk, and I've done one as well, and it wasn't awesome. a Tony thing, but you're a DJ uh, and firewalker. Wow. Yeah, well, there we go then. Wow. It's not exactly. at the same time like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, it was again for me, like, it was just, I was just like, I just walked over fire, and you're right, it's just like cold moss or whatever. I can't remember what it was. It, 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 yeah. it it's, but all of a sudden you just feel invincible in a weird way, don't you? That you just. Well, definitely. When you can do things that you don't believe you can do, suddenly other things that you don't believe you can do become possibilities. And I think that's the greatest thing about it. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, I mean, what, what, so with positivity side of things, I mean, what sort of daily habits do you have that you've got in place that you, you, that are positive? Gosh. Um, but I do my best to keep a journal every day writing down things to do things i've done and thoughts that i have um i um connect to my goals every day um and i sort of things that i also do you know i don't do it every day but i have a mind mapping software that i like to get my thoughts out in that way um i like to exercise i think exercise is key um you talked actually uh, recently about your um marathon you're running and um you know that's inspirational and i I haven't run a marathon myself, but I have been running ever since I went to the Tony Robbins event. I used to run when I was a, like in my youth, my teens. And then I got into the nightclub and all the rest of it and bad habits set in. And then I decided to get back to running. So, you know, I'm still running um, at the moment, seven and a half K three times a week. Um, so, yeah, from mental health perspective, really important um, to um, get out. If you can't run, walk, you know. Yeah. Good. So, so was that like uh, I haven't run a marathon yet? I don't think or... I've never had a goal of running a marathon, and I, 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 I'm sort of don't want to share why. I think for me, it's all about health and vitality, and I think it's a big stress on the body doing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm, I'm self care is also a high value for me. So, you know, a couple of my friends have uh, regretted doing it. <laughs> brilliant thanks a lot for coming on carl thanks for me <laughs> i know you're going to be good though because you know you're, you're young you know, you know so you're vital 
yeah exactly supple you know i've, I've yeah. got everything works it's great um yeah no you know i'm aware of that um and yeah it's um i don't know if i'm going to do more than one <laughs> the um, thing is you know when you set out to do something like that i think the thing to do is to complete it wherever possible even if you walk it it really doesn't matter at the end you know i think people that do that it's amazing i've got a lot of respect for people that do it and um i've never had it as a priority you know i've i've, I've just just done my 10k's you know people say you run 10k like twice a week I'm, I'm yeah that's what i used to do 10k at least twice a week so and and, and that was my it's, i do it for energy you know people say well you're giving energy up aren't you no it doesn't work like that you put the energy in and the whole body loves it the whole you know every all the, you know the immune system's stronger and and you, you know endorphins kick in and you know i, I say to people i i i I find it tough to get on, get my trainers on. But when I get my trainers on and I'm running, I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm sort of looking around after that first, you know, a few hundred yards, I'm looking around, so this, this energy. And then I love the feeling after. I think I feel that sense of well-being. Do you find yeah. that? Yeah, definitely. Runner's high, they call it, I think. It's, mm. it's that, it's, yeah, I mean, this morning I did, um, I did some hill sprints. And Ooh. after the third one, I was just like, oh, I don't want to do any more. But I set myself a goal to do eight and I did wow. eight and it wasn't nice. a long sprint but it was still enough for to come back and it's um yeah it does so do you listen to things when you when you run yeah I, I mean i listen to various if i feel you know sometimes i listen to music sometimes i listen to audible so it really you know i chop and change it to see how how i feel um i like to at the beginning of the month you know i talk about my goals you know i have it in you know july's stuff and in it will say you know listen to podcasts and i'll name the podcast listen to things and i'll track it and just say you know have i listened to that podcast this month and if you know it's getting near the end of the month i haven't done it well, right, i'll put that onto my um when i'm running i'm going to get that done so you know it's that sort of things i have built my accountability in by having these long lists of stuff yeah nice and that that again is a habit in itself the fact that you have uh, so, so do you sit down sort of you said monthly is that done the moment I'm working on August. So, you know, sometimes it's done the week before, sometimes it's done on the day, sometimes it's done the weekend after, like I'm a few days behind. I don't beat myself up too much about it, but the point is I'm always working with something and, and moving forward and it's an evolution of those things and um, at different times, different things are more important to us. Mm-hmm. Um, they are uh, lighthouses and guiding lights amazing amazing it's really i think it's just really important to have that vision and have something that you are aiming for because it just gives us purpose as well doesn't it in yeah i'm a big one on purpose and mission you know um the yes group mission is a world where everybody has access to a peer group that inspires them to grow and contribute so you know our whole philosophy is around inspiring people to start yes groups inspiring people to um help with contribution-based projects we just started a new uh partnership with a company well not a company it's a non-profit called uh, coaching for community um we're unlikely to be able to do our main project which we should do every year which is the basket brigade delivering food to um families uh, in distress at christmas we get their addresses given to us if they're opted in uh so we take them the, these food parcels that we spend uh, we, we fundraise for build parcels in a big warehouse we're talking about uh, 1500 parcels of food so we have about 700 volunteers so it's a big thing but we're probably unlikely to do that because of the lockdown this year so this is an alternative where we're going to seek how we can deliver coaching to people in um in crisis so to speak so yeah partnering with them and helping them build a a community of people that want to do that that's amazing that's amazing it's uh, you mentioned the baskets as well because actually i i got involved in that two years three years ago 
can't remember. And uh, I end up cooking because I, 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 I put my head in. I went, you know, I went, yeah, I'm, I'm a chef. And they're like, get upstairs. I was just, that was it. I was cooking for everybody, but it was nice. amazing. And then, and then went off and delivered the packages to, I think four or five places. And I was just like, oh, that's amazing. yeah, just it. it and it, it really humbled me actually. Just that, that moment. Yeah, it's humbled me out. as well. It wasn't my idea to start doing it. You know, it was a story that Tony Robbins did and I was focused on the group and the lady, Leone Pedro came in and said, let's do this thing that Tony talks about in the UK. I'm like, okay. And then, you know, it's like, you know, okay, we'll help out. We'll make, we'll, we'll, we'll raise some money for you, help you make you do it. And then, yeah, you know, we need to organize the event a bit, but things are getting bigger and you take care of more things. And it's all about growners. You know, we want to actually make it its own charity. It's just hard getting it over the line uh, because it's become as big as sort of Yes Group with seven, you know, a thousand people registering to come to the event and the two, a school with two massive, great big rooms, one for just building these things, you know. So, but just coming back to your question, purpose and mission um they help us feel good about our lives and they give us purpose and direction which is rewarding and tony robbins talks about the six human needs and two of those needs um in that six are called a growth and contribution so we know we're doing something positive making a difference to the world then um we're not going to be so much sort of like searching for fulfillment yeah amazing amazing so so the coaching talk to me a little bit about the the plan with the coaching is it going to be like an online type thing uh, well, it's, it's 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 not our um, project. Is we're just saying we're in partnership with them, supporting them at the moment because we're not going to be doing our own thing, and uh, they're 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 new, um, and they're global, and um, you know we're looking to uh, get their message out there uh, for coaches to join their community to give up six hours or more a week. Um, a month, sorry, uh, and then also to um, help them with some of the. Uh, charities that we work with already for the bastard brigade oh, amazing yeah. that's amazing and again it's like you say it's that purpose isn't it it's just giving something coming giving yeah it, yeah i get it i get it <laughs> completely so yeah um so so what I, I think i know the answer to this already carl but what what triggered you into the so why why did you go to tony robbins actually well what what made you go i need to go and see this guy yeah i mean it was um there wasn't so many choices you know i say that instagram made personal development go mainstream because you know you suddenly got your feed full up with quotes from people when instagram sort of started becoming a thing um but it's sort of been going on you know my my world it's been mainstream for 25 years but not everyone's in my world Um, so what happened is that i was um in this place where i was going backwards and forwards to america meeting and going and visiting all these people that i'd met at the new music seminar in new york and the dance music seminar in miami that i've been going to back in those years and they said come to my city and see what it's all about i thought okay right get on a plane go to america got nothing else to do had some money in the bank and i thought right i'm going to take raving to america this is what i'm meant to be doing and then i was like no this is not what you're meant to be doing you don't have the passion for it you don't have the energy for it i needed to rest i needed to rebuild myself and so i was looking for ways of reinventing myself it's like an artist would reinvent themselves i think we all go through periods in our lives where we get to an end point of that particular incarnation of ourselves whether it be a career change or you know deciding that we're gonna move or get married or have kids or whatever it is it's it's a it's a revolution to us so at that point in time i needed I needed to do a rebuild and I, I was going back and flights to America to do this and this guy Tony Robbins kept showing up on the infomercials because I was always up at two or three o'clock in the morning late at night or he was even on the plane when I was coming back from America I'm not thinking this guy keeps popping up I'm really interested in, in seeing seeing this guy 
And then I found out it's 500 pounds. I'm like, 500 pounds I'd listen to someone is that is that crazy I mean that must be like you know now it'd be 1500 pounds I suppose 25 years later but it's still it's a chunk of money and I'm like well, I'm not going to pay to listen to someone I want how can I get to get this find out what it's all about but it, it turns out one of my friends who was also a rave promoter at the time um they ended they were doing they were merchandising they, they, they were doing the merchandising for this first event in the UK in Birmingham and he said well I can get you a ticket for free if you just sit at, at the break and sell the t-shirts I'm like yeah better than paying for it so um I, I basically went there and it was nothing like sitting in the back selling t-shirts you know I was a volunteer and I ended up getting all these jobs but I was loving it I was really enjoying it so you know included building um the firewalk included giving out leaflets in, included um you know welcoming people at the door and I just got in a bit of a flow with it and enjoyed it so it was just part of a journey really so that, that's how it sort of happened Nice, nice. And again, it, you had purpose on the day by the sounds of it. You were just put into this spot and, and there was a reason you were, that That was your journey. There was yeah, it was new. And you know, it's like anything with anything is new, everyone's like looking open-eyed at, you know, what's it all about? You know, who else is here? Who, who are you? Who are you? As I say, there was no social media or anything. So you couldn't sort of just look on Facebook and see who was there. You, you actually, you know, had to meet people and say, hi, how, what's your name? Um, <laughs> where do you come from? What's your story? You know, you, you don't know if you've got mutual friends or not. You, you might say, do you know that person? person we used to have those sort of conversations uh, and then you know you basically find out all these these people from all these different backgrounds had um, come along and then some of those people who were helping out became the uh, original uh, members of the yes group and um went on to do great things and some of the people that have come into the s group that are 10 years after it started you know they came in the room sat in the audience they'd um help on the crew and then they'd become a part of the team and then they'd you know um say you know i'd like to be the leader and i'd say well that's you know that person's leaving you you can be the leader um you know just make sure that you keep showing up keep getting the people to come and you know keep getting great speakers and where everyone's happy uh, it sounds so simplistic it turns out that it's not but it's um it's certainly a journey and some of those people have gone on to do amazing things that's fantastic that's fantastic so how many times have you been to a tony event then oh gosh yeah i mean uh, 10 times i suppose doing the upw but i, I went out to to um the first time he did uh, a, a date with destiny in europe um i think he does these for five thousand people these days but there was only 400 people there and um i was one of this sort of elite crew at the time this was like a couple of years after he came to the uk and um it was really good because he um paid for us all to go on a coach to monaco and we were all in the south of france at the, staying at the martinique and everything and it was pretty special um all the food was put on and everything there and it was all five stars so yeah it was an amazing experience and um you know i met some great people but i think at the end of the day i made that choice not to become a tony trainer i made that choice not to become um part of that inner sort of circle of um i don't think call them red shirts i think today who and trainers it's just i just that wasn't my thing mm-hmm Okay, so and and so with so obviously you're, you're very you are positive, Carl. As soon as I met you, I just could feel the energy coming from you, and it's amazing. And Thanks. and uh, it's um, was that a fly? <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> it's not the electric in my mind, honestly. No, it doesn't work like that. I was watching a Karate Kid actually, uh, just reminding me of the chopsticks with Mister Miyagi. Then, um, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was great, uh, actually, when you did come along to the Yes Group and uh, during lockdown and uh, bring some of your canned laughter and uh, fun laughter yoga. Uh, everyone really enjoyed that. And um, I think I asked, asked you to come back. You did it twice, didn't you? I did. I did. I sprung up, didn't I, on the first yeah, one? So that, and, that, was, that was brilliant because I think, um, you know, what we all needed then and need now is uh, more um, positive uh, energy in our lives uh, and laughter's right up there when it comes to uh, and it, it, you know you reminded me you know do I laugh every day and I, I often get to the end of the day and think eh, don't know if I did or not today and and I think to myself my life's always better for laughing and so it must be better for meeting you Pete and reminding me of that and to uh, to keep putting it out there as you do it's really great. Oh, no, I, pre- I appreciate that as well massively because again it's sort of that purpose goes back to that it's just finding something you know I've got a business I've got something that I you know have a full-time job that I run a business but that's not really doing anything at the moment and therefore the passion side and I think also it goes back to the DJing side of things because actually as soon as I did my first event with 200 people i was just like this i that buzz of just being yeah. the entertainer i suppose although there is definitely a under you know there's some serious underlying stuff with laughter but i think bringing the entertainment side of things as well it just really really does help as well so um no, i'm I really looking forward to getting out there and having a dance actually yeah same 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 you know i think um i'm putting the music on we put the music on at the yes group when we're in the room we have 200 people normally and we put the music on and get everyone to d- jump up and down and in Tony Romney's language, do a peak state at the yeah. end of it. Um, just have a laugh and a bounce around. It changes all of our energy. You know, it's a great way to change our, our state and energy. So we've been doing that on the um, Zooms. And um, when I'm jumping around, I'm thinking, oh, oh, I just want to carry on jumping around, really. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It just gets a blood flowing, doesn't it? That dancing, you hear a good tune that you really like. That reminisce, either like you've not heard before, or you can reminisce to the days where you, you know, like say you dance and just let yourself go. It's amazing. So, um, can you remember like some times where you've you've sort of worked with someone with regards to sort of positive mindset? Where maybe not as a coach, but you've sort of guided them along the line. Has there been anything that sort of sticks in your mind? In what way? In in a way, maybe that someone's come to the yes group. Um, obviously, been doing that for you know, so many years that actually yeah. there must be people that maybe. Well, you must have seen the transition from when they first walk into the room. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen pe- people have come back to me, you know, ten years later, and they're, they're speakers, and they've gone, you know, um, I really appreciate the yes group. Oh, oh, okay, great, because I came in the room, and I was really in a bad space at that time. Oh. Right. And, and, and I, you know, it really supported me and it gave me, I used to come every month and I really got, I'm thinking, I don't remember this person from like 10, say 10 years ago. I know you, I know who they are. I know them, but I don't remember when they came in the room because people change, you know, their energy changes, their uh, facial expressions change. You know, we all look different from what we did 10 years ago anyway. So, you know, suddenly this person who's a speaker is telling me that they, you know, walked in the room and that was what, that was a real catalyst for them. So um, it's always great to hear those stories. You just reminded me that I'm thinking of someone specifically, I won't name them, but it's just, just really nice to have that uh, feedback that, you know, you've made that much difference and you know, you've, you've done it for that one person, you're doing it for more people than that. So, you know, obviously I get a buzz from that. I get, um, you know, personal satisfaction and, that that's one of the drivers really when you when you get that level of um feedback that people it's really made a difference to them it 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 makes it all worth it because there's a lot of energy and effort goes into it sometimes and sometimes um 
you know, I'm not getting enough feedback to tell me that I'm on the right track because, you know, I say my personal development journey became my leadership journey. And I say that everyone is a leader and we can all start leading right here, right now at home, at work and everywhere else. So it's about acts of leadership, not um, having a title. So, you know, that, that I say to that, that to people and I encourage everyone to think that way. Amazing. Amazing. And, and so, so what would you say to someone that's listening to this that maybe that doesn't quite get the positive mindset? Oh, they, they understand it, but it's a bit, bit maybe out there or a bit out of their comfort zone. I mean, what would you say to someone to encourage them or, or a baby step that something they could do to sort of understand positive mindset a little bit more? I think it's access points. You think, you know, you'll find an access point and it might be Pete and it might be his show. And, you know, he's going to keep bringing you people that are going to make you think differently. And I think it's really important to just stay in the game for uh, yourself. And we're all on a journey. And um, sometimes things are difficult for all of us. And we just got to recognize that surrounding yourself with positive people is going to help. Surrounding yourself with positive people is going to mean you're going to adopt more of their habits because people rub off on people. So do your best to surround yourself with positive people. you know, if you feel pressured and stressed by someone, you know, do you need to spend that much time around them? You know, you in the right relationship, you know, you can make those choices if you want. And I think the uh, the main thing is to um, build a mindset through time. You know, my mindset, and I said this to someone the other day, um, my, you know, they say, people say, oh, you know, you've been doing this for so long. It's like, you know, so there's a sort of, there's a, there's a piece of that that says you must be there by now. And I said, well, the point is I'll be the finished item the day I die because, you know, there's always more thinking to be done, more thoughts and more uh, ways of um, approaching situations and, and ways to communicate better. So, you know, I feel like I'm, um, you know, we, and then the flip side of that is we, we also don't recognize how far we've come. We do forget how far we've come, all the experiences we've had from very young to wherever you are right now. There's parts journey in your life where that you've had hard times. And every time you've had a hard time, you know, you've come out of that stronger. Every time you've had a hard time, you've learned something. And that's the key thing is to learn something, learn what um, you won't do next time. You won't put up with next time. The choice you'll make will be different next time. That's where it's at. Yeah, definitely. I think lessons learned is massive. It's, it's, you know, we do learn by our mistakes and it's, it's fine to make mistakes because actually it's what makes us grow stronger. And, um, it's just been lovely yeah. listening to a couple of your stories already. And hopefully like, I've seen it in your eyes where you've re- reminisced a couple of times. It's just yeah. like, so, you know, Carl, you've made a massive difference in a lot of people's lives and, and, you know, you should be really proud of what you've, what you've achieved over these years. Yeah. Thanks. So, yeah. Appreciate that. It's a pleasure, yeah. mate. You should you should definitely put the cap on your toothpaste, mind though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you say is the most insp- inspirational book that's helped you? There's probably a few, but oh, is it? Gosh. Um, well, you know, uh, I, there was a book out around um, <clears throat> understanding and influencing through NLP. I think it was John Seymour um, and um, Joseph O'Connor. That was my NLP transformation. It's very tech. Not it's, it's very simplistic. But it's quite technical. If you want something even really heavy and more technical, then um, Unlimited Power by Tony Robbins is a tomb uh, to get through. Um, there's more easy reading than that. Um, 
I mean, Susan Jeffers, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway was an access point for me at the beginning. And um, Love is Letting Go of Fear before that was even uh, by Jan Polsky. I was trying to remember the name of that book the other day. That that's uh, that was a great book that took me um, on the start of my personal development journey. Um, there's, there's thousands of books. And I say to people, just just grab something that inspires you, you know, and just start reading it. Um, Reading's become a bit of a past, a less so important thing these days because I think people can access that information through videos on YouTube and they can access it um, and, and, in the visual way as well and, and um, through that. So there's also Audible, which I use a lot when I run and stuff. So there's, there's plenty of ways of consuming uh, content. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And uh, who, who would you say inspires you and why? Um, I think lots of people inspire me, actually. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm inspired generally by uh, the people around me as much as I am by people on TV or, you know, um, celebrities. Celebrities are pretty low down the list, really, if I'm honest. Um, I think, uh, but I, I, would, I watch television and look at um, how people are leading. So, you know, for instance, you know, you get the... Um, football and they'll have the managers on and they'll say you know how did the game go today and they only talk for a minute or two but i find them incredibly telling about their because they're in a but they've lost where they want it's a high emotional um stakes stakes are really high in that you know we're talking premier league clubs that you know are going to make 100 200 million if they get relegated or not you know uh so um these managers they get sacked if they lose five games straight <laughs> sort of thing so stakes are high and it's really what interesting to watch because they have to manage so many egos and players and you know they've got the the club they've got the supporters they you know if they lose a game they've got 10,000, 100,000 tweets telling them how crap they are. They must go next week. So these guys are really under pressure. I think emotional character strength is really interesting. So I learn how they say things and what they say about people and the way they say it. So I'm watching, and that's just one example of where you can really, really zoom in to pay attention to leadership because they are leading. Brilliant. That's amazing. So, and then, uh, okay. So if, if someone was listening to this now and has gone, okay, I, I get it. The positive mindset, the, the, you know, I, 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 I need to learn some more, but I'm a bit not sure how to start. I mean, what, is there any sort of habits that you think, well, actually this is a really good habit that, and it's quite an easy one to, to, to kick off with. Um, I think it's about following some people um that inspire you on facebook and youtube because that way when you start clicking on those links the machine the um the what do you call it the ai uh, the algorithms will, and stuff, the algorithms yeah. will stop feeding you more of the stuff so if you keep clicking on one or two you'll get more of it and you know just 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 play that whenever you get some time you know whether it be just before you go to sleep whether it be, you know, on a journey somewhere, first thing in the morning, it's just, just get, just, you know, start to um, reinforce these things and listen to what inspires you and, and go with that. Perfect. Perfect. That's amazing. Great answer. And I've got two more things, uh, three more things actually very quickly. So first thing is if somebody wants to reach out to you, Carl, and get to know you a little bit more, where, where do you hang out? Where's the best place? 
Well, you know, Yes Group uh, is where we put, I've been putting a lot of my energy and attention over the lockdown. We've been running um, 10 events a month. Um, so we, we, we've got all sorts of things going on in that. Um, you can find us at yesgroup.org. You can find us um, on Facebook and all the rest of it. And, you know, my personal page is Carl Pearsall Page. So it's Facebook, Carl Pearsall Page. Uh, you can, you know, friend request me on there as well. Um, I always look at people who friend request me for systems, anyone to be honest. Um, but just, just checking out if someone's crazy or not before. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, um, although I do like some crazy people, I have to say. Um, so, yeah, that's it. I mean, LinkedIn, you know, I'm just there. Carl Pearsall, um, find me and um, I'll introduce you to the Yes Group and then you'll meet loads of these amazing uh, people that can be a catalyst for you. And uh, that's what it's all about, you know, finding people that inspire you, people that um, make you laugh, like Pete, people who uh, share ideas, people who um, can um, give you a new path in life. Perfect, perfect. So I uh, final thought then, Carl, is uh, what three things bring you joy? Oh, dancing and I like house music um the feeling of finishing a run and um a beautiful night out with my girlfriend that's perfect that's perfect so there's one final thing I always like another thing and another thing it's like back in the club day one more <laughs> it's uh so i like to start every podcast with a with a little laughing segment um yeah so so we're just going to do a couple of laughing exercises and i'll take a second on that if that's all right so so let's just take a deep breath in first and <sighs> we'll take another deep breath in and we'll let out a ha <sighs> Perfect. So this next uh, out breath, we're just going to laugh like it's the funniest thing that we've heard all day. Are you ready? So take a deep breath in. Hold it. Hold it. And... (laughs) 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 And then we'll take a quick phone call as well. Get the giggle phone from the side. And... (laughs) 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 perfect carl thank you so much for your time it's been great talking to you and um i look forward to talking to you pete so finishing a run together i could do that with you and dancing to house music definitely i'm well up for that i do awesome house music so we'll we'll have the party we'll have have the party we'll have a party i'll come up to london mate we'll uh we'll have a well no i think i think i'd rather come out to the countryside and dance in the fields with the with the night time in the dawn yeah nice 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 proper festival vibe i love it yeah (laughs) perfect carl all right great talking to you mate thanks pete thank you so much for listening to laughter and positivity with pete to access today's show notes and exclusive content please head over to petecan.com forward slash podcast be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity until then remember if pete can you can (laughs) 